aka Paris. Welcome to episode 431. We are in the middle of thanks flicking. This is my annual holiday event where I just say thank you to the movies that I feel like somehow uh, molded my uh, my psyche, that uh, motivated me to uh, delve deeper into my understanding of film and cinema and franchises and blockbusters and independent movies and homemade movies and digging up random things on YouTube and really trying to chart careers and just spot the people out there really doing it. Rocky IV is one of my adult uh, it, it's 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 a adult discovery. That's this the next movie, Top Gun, uh, the Warriors. Which I didn't have the Warriors in my original lineup, but I really should have the Warriors also. Another favorite of Big TD Tony DeLuca, R.I.P. Uh, him and I love that movie. But Rocky Four, so it's it's a part of this journey of mine. To identify these movies that that people just hate, they trash, they make fun of, they're memes. Uh, All of these things, right? This is what Rocky IV is known for. But when you sit down and watch Rocky IV, it's it's the best of all the Rocky movies. And And I know people are hitting the roof because it's not the original. It's not this and that. If you ask people how the first Rocky ends, they will not be able to tell you. They don't even know the the career path of Rocky going into Rocky Four. Now that this is all as a character, this is probably the best of any fourth installment we've ever seen. Like period. Um, you know, like I, I'm not even sure it's even close to you know some of the horror franchises because a lot of the horror franchises internally rebooted by the fourth movie. So. This movie, though, was this uh, later discovery of mine where I saw the movie for what it was and I put myself in the mind place of just wanting to, I don't know, like like rage out, have fun, enjoy it, and then soak it all in. Uh, and uh, Maybe soaking it all in is the wrong freaking uh, type of uh, word. You know, like that, that's another stupid platitude, but no, and defending this movie, it's quite easy. And you know, like, this is what I constantly do with The Rock and Armageddon and like Bad Boys and the Michael Bay, any Michael Bay movie, but the Michael Bay Transformers. And I think it's it's noble, I think there's something to you as an audience member, and you know, sometimes critic. But there's something to you to see the artistry and the attempt and the intent of something and be able to communicate that to, you know, a, a hater, a doubter, or it's just someone that's repeating something that they saw online or heard in the uh, supermarket, you know, checkout line. So it's stuff like that. But the things I absolutely love about this movie it motivates me every single time I see it. Every single time I see this movie, I am hashtag like ready to go. I want to work out. I want to make myself fit. I want to go longer. I want to go harder. I want to win. Few movies have that effect on me because I, you know, I am the eclectic one. I call myself the eclectic one because 
it's the best way to describe my personality. It's very much like Ozzy Mendez in Watchmen. If you read the book, a little bit different in the movie, but you do see. But you connect the dots. You absorb everything you can. You say no to nothing. You understand most arguments because you can take a position on both sides of nearly every single argument. This is the DNA of Rocky IV. I can argue for and against the movie both ways, but I will tell you this. I built a gym in my backyard a year ago. You know, like it, was, it was a COVID gym. We called it the Bloodstone. When we get into our final round of movements at the Bloodstone, what we call the final stone, because sometimes you, you cast 10 stones, meaning 10 rounds of movements, it's grueling. It's like 30 plus minutes of nonstop movement. That last stone, before we work out, we play the Rocky Four music. Everything musically in this movie is there. It is a, it's a shiver. It's a slimming, right? <laughs> it's a shaving. That's the word I'm looking for. It's a shaving of the time. And, and it's so well placed. And everything is postmodern today. It, this movie works so well. And the way how it butts into Creed 2, it's magnificent. They did such a good job with Creed 2. Creed 2 makes Rocky Four good. Rocky Four makes Creed 2 even better. So it's all of these things, okay? And then we have the uh, good versus evil. You know, I just watched uh, By Dawn's Early Light, which is a, really another movie I should add to Thanks Flicking. It's an HBO movie that is one of the best freaking movies on earth. Maybe one of my favorites. Yeah, and it's this American, you know, like capitalism versus communism. Uh, you know, let, let these... Um, ideologies let these two different ecosystems let them have their day and see who like who will win who will do it and sometimes that needs to be settled in a boxing ring <laughs> versus one guy that's naturally trained uh versus saloon the one guy that is um you know voided out which would be Dolph Lundgren Drago so it's these other concepts and these other collisions that this movie has. We have this failing relationship, this struggle of Rocky and and his wife, you know, Adrian. We have Paulie, uh, who went through a drunken stupor in Rocky 1, 2, and 3, coming in in Rocky's corner as a trainer, as a little bit of a comic relief. Rocky now has a full-grown child. He, you know, like the movie opens with, with the kid's birthday party. Uh, amazing, too. I think it was it was uh, Gucci. Rocky's Gucci uh, tracksuit in this movie is phenomenal. And it's all of these elements. Uh, the Rocky character has... Sorry, I, I'm just buying myself time while I'm trying to get my thoughts. Uh, when When I say something like these elements, I know what I'm doing to myself. But, uh, and I just did it right there again. But Rocky IV is the also the evolution of the character Rocky. He is in, he's far. He's not in the same place as he was in Rocky One. He's a different person. He has a, he has what ten, maybe ten or twelve title defenses. He's a retired champion. He's heralded. He's loved, and there's just something to him. 
uh, the principle of him wanting to fight Drago. It's the principle of it all. It's not, I can beat you. It is the principle. Apollo Creed died in the ring in this movie out of principle. So it, it's awesome. And, and I know there's another version of this movie uh, that just came out, uh, Rocky vs. Drago. Which is almost like a super cut of, of Rocky for Sylvester Stallone. I think spent uh, the entire COVID year re-editing Rocky Four, which is an a amazing use of time. Uh, side note, a, another amazing use of time is Uzi Suzy, available right now on Etsy. Uh, if you want to see what I did with uh, <laughs> my COVID year. Hey, you got to plug yourself. But no, and the Rocky First Drago goes into the relationship of Drago and Russia and his wife and how he's being controlled a little bit deeper. I haven't seen the movie yet, but I, I kind of was, um, I was monitoring um, Sylvester Stallone's post. Uh, he, he just dropped a documentary on YouTube about the editing. It's like a 90 minute long documentary. So that we will discuss that also. Uh, could we get it done by Thanksgiving? Because we're, we're day by day now leading into Thanksgiving. Maybe. I would like to. We'll see where that goes. But everyone, I am so thankful for Rocky Four For constantly and endlessly, even to this day, even today, motivating me. It's one of the most motivational movies ever made. I suggest you watch it and then go work the fuck out. Peter A. DeLuca here, a.k.a. Pad the Eclectic One, the World Sketchbook Champion, your boy Spicy Taco, the uh, mastermind between, uh, behind akapad.com. Let me just plug everything, but signing out, I love you, goodbye, and episode 432 will be Top Gun.